chapter number two. And of course, this morning we were in this same passage, and we come back here tonight on this Mother's Day, and I wanted to bring a message tonight that is entitled, Portrait of a Godly Mother. Now, if I could draw, this would be a great place to go to in the Word of God to paint a picture and thank God for mothers that have a heart for the Lord. And as I think about godly mothers, I hope that God has given you a mother that you appreciate. And of course, we honor them today. And as we look at this passage, I want you to read along with me in Exodus chapter number two, beginning in verse number one. The Bible says, there went a man of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river and her maidens walked along by the riverside, and when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son, and she called his name Moses. And she said, Because I drew him out of the water. Let's ask God to bless our evening tonight. Lord, thank you again for this passage and thank you for mothers. Pray that you bless our time here this evening. God, may you be glorified and honored, but also, Lord, may mothers know how very special and precious they are to us. And we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, when you look at this passage of Scripture, Tonight, just like even this morning, we honor every mother that is, has unselfishly given herself, and she gives herself to her children. She's done it time and time again, and when she does it, she does it without asking for anything in return. This, this really describes mothers. I know it describes my mother, it describes my mother-in-law, it describes my wife. And I'm sure it describes the mother in your life. Now listen, if your life has been blessed and been touched by a godly mother, then really you have, just like many of us, have enjoyed one of the greatest blessings and greatest treasures that God has ever given. Just like this morning, uh, we looked at this passage. And tonight we're going to see this matter of a mother by the name of Jochebed. And this woman, as a mother, really stands out in the Word of God. She's revealed as one of the greatest mothers in all the Scriptures. Her love was a selfless love. She was 
willing to sacrifice for her son. And really, the sacrifice of this mother really made it possible that God's will for his people was possible. Now, we realize that ultimately everything happens according to God's will, but Jochebed was used by God to help the will of God to be done in the lives of the nation of Israel. And as we look at her life this evening, I want to continue the thoughts from this morning, and that is some of the characteristics that we see from her life that I believe is not, not only for mothers, but really we see many of these characteristics even beyond mothers. And so her life paints this picture, a portrait of a godly mother. So notice as we continue from this morning, this morning we looked at how we saw a mother's credentials. And the Bible says again in verse number one that there was a man of the house of Levi and he took a wife of, the, she was a daughter of Levi. Now, again, understanding the, the, the tribe of Levi and, and the priesthood that was there. And of course, we find here that Jochebed was a mother that was very dedicated to the Lord. She had a relationship with the Lord. And that's the most important thing for any mother. If you're listening this evening, can I just say to you that if you do not know Christ as your Savior, would you open up your heart this evening and ask the Lord to forgive you of your sin and come into your heart and to be your Savior. And the Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I see the credential of a mother that is a godly mother is she knows the Lord. She has a relationship with the Lord. But notice in verse number two, we saw this morning a mother's courage. How the Bible says that she conceived and she, she bare a son. And this was in the day where... Pharaoh was not wanting any of the, the Hebrews to be having sons. And so as a result of that, they were many of them were being put to death. And the Bible says when she saw that Jochebed saw that that her son was a goodly child, the Bible says she hid him for three months. And, and I love this, how instead of doing what the world was asking her to do, uh, she was willing to go against the grain. She was willing to refuse to give her child over to this world. Again, let me encourage mothers and even fathers tonight that if God has given you children, be a godly mother and a godly father and don't allow the things of this world to come into the heart and mind of your child. Be a Jacobin, have that same characteristic of courage that, that listen, God can help you to, to make sure that your child is being protected from the things of this world. And so we see a mother's credentials and we see her courage, but we also saw this morning a mother's confidence. And the Bible says in verse number three that when she could not hide her son any longer, she, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and she daubed it with slime and with pitch and she put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. So, you know, again, not, not wanting any harm to come to her child. She takes this sort of a basket that has been woven and she uses something that we nowadays would call waterproofing it and she wants to make sure that no harm would come to him. But, but I, I look at this and I see the confidence that she has. Look in verse number nine where Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse it for me and I will give thee thy wages. And the Bible says the woman took the child and nursed it 
and the child grew and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son and she called his name Moses because I drew him out of the water. So I see the faith that she had in God, that, that she resisted uh, even what maybe she was feeling as a mother. And listen, there are going to be times in our lives where uh, with our children and even in other circumstances where we're going to have to have confidence or faith in God, especially during the day we're living right now. And, you know, my, my children are in their 20s and 30s now, and, and I think about many of you and even my grandchildren as children are being raised in this godless society, in this society that is so bent towards the world that we need to be like Jochebed and have confidence in God. And I, I, I love this thought here because as a godly mother, she had faith in God. And listen to this evening, have faith in God, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And so we, we see her credentials and her courage and her confidence, but notice fourthly tonight, a mother's charity, because as we saw there in verses 9 and, and verses 10, how the Bible shows us in such a wonderful way in which Jochebed gave out of her own life. Notice she gave of herself. She gave of herself. The Bible says she conceived this child in verse number 2. She tried to hide him as long as she could, but when it was evident that she no longer could do that, what did she do? She was trying her best to pour herself, to pour her life into this child. And listen, the child was so very young. It reminds me of a story that I, I, I read about that back on August the 16th, 1987, a Northwest Airlines flight number 225 crashed just after taking off from the Detroit airport and killing 155 people. Out of all that were on the plane, only one passenger was known to survive the accident. It was a four-year-old from Tempe, Arizona, whose name was Cecilia. When rescuers found Cecilia, they could not believe with their eyes that she was a passenger on that plane from the condition that she was in. The investigators first assumed that Cecilia had been a passenger in one of the cars on the highway onto which the airliner had crashed, but when the passenger register for the flight was checked, right there on the list of passengers was Cecilia's name. Cecilia survived because as the airplane was starting to fall and descend from the sky, her mother did something remarkable. Cecilia's mother unbuckled her own seatbelt. She got down on her knees in front of her daughter. She then wrapped her arms and her body around her little four-year-old daughter by the name of Cecilia, and she would not let her go. Now, when I think of that story, how that mother, she, she poured herself, she did everything she could, even to the point of losing her life. And I think to, to my thought this evening on this Mother's Day, isn't that what every good mother would do for their child? What Cecilia's mom did for her? I love how 
the Bible describes, and of course, Proverbs 31 is often a place where we can go, but I see some of those verses in Proverbs 31, how the Bible mentions this woman, this mother, giving of herself. Look what it says in verse 13. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She's like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle. In her hands hold the distaff. She strengtheneth, uh, stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. That's why I think on a day like today that all children, every last one of us, myself included, should take this day and really every day to give honors to mothers, and these mothers are so deserving of it. The Bible tells us in Exodus 20, look at verse number 12, the Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. You know, you go over in the New Testament, and the Bible tells us that it's something very similar in Ephesians chapter 6. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. Hey, listen, you want a long, happy life? You want to enjoy a blessed life? Then honor your mother. Honor the parents that God has given to you. And listen, there, there's not a better parent than a parent like Jochebed, who is a godly parent that is willing of herself to give for her children. She gave of herself. But notice, she also gave her son. The Bible says, again in verse number 10, that the child grew, watch this, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. She brought her own son. She gave up her own son to Pharaoh's daughter. And the Bible says these words, and her son became the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And she called his name Moses and said, because I drew him out of the water. Well, he was there because his loving, godly mother had placed him there. See, Jochebed in her heart, and I hope this is where you are this evening, mothers and fathers. Jochebed understood this, that she was raising her son for the Lord. You know, God gives us those children. I think of Hannah in the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 1, where Hannah, the Bible says she was without a child, and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then will I give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. You know, you read even that first chapter in 1 Samuel, and you find that as Hannah poured her heart out, as she said, God, 
you know my situation. You know how much I want to be a mother. You know how much I want a child. And you know, many times when we pray and we ask God for something and God grants that prayer request, how many times we're selfish and we, we say, listen, thank you very much. And we just walk away from God with that blessing that came from God. But that wasn't Hannah. Because the Bible does say that as she prayed that, she made that vow to God that God indeed truly did give her not only a child, but God gave her specifically what she prayed for, and that was a son. If you go on down in 1 Samuel, look at verse 28 there in chapter 1. The Bible says, therefore also, she said, I have lent him to the Lord. Look at these words, as long as he liveth. He shall be lent to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. See, she kept her vow. She kept her promise. She said, God, I understand that I had no children, and yet you gave me a child. And listen, the Bible tells us in Psalm 127, children are an heritage of the Lord. Look at this. The fruit of the womb is his reward. I understood a long time ago when my wife and I were blessed with our first, then our second, and all four of our children. Uh, my wife and I talked about that many, many times, about how God gave us those children and how God gives us those children, as Jochebed understood, to raise them for him. The Bible says to raise them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and that is exactly what every parent needs to do as God gives us children, is to give those children to the Lord. She gave her son, uh, 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 Hannah did, but going back to this chapter in Exodus chapter number two, Jochebed also did the very same thing. She gave her son. Now, it's interesting that as Jochebed gave up her son and where that is in the history of the nation of Israel, she gave up her son to save her nation. Even though at the time, Jochebed didn't even realize all that she was doing, but according to the Bible, God had a plan. Just like when we studied the Word of God, that God gave His Son for us. See, Jochebed gave her son, and we see that God also gave His Son. And when God gave His Son, guess what? Even though Jochebed did not know exactly what, what was going on and how God was going to use her son, when God gave his son, God knew exactly what was going to happen when he gave his son. See, when Jesus died for our sins, that was the greatest expression of love that the world has ever seen. Jochebed gave her son for Israel, but God gave his son for the entire world. The Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You go over in the Old Testament, the book of Isaiah, the prophet said this, listen, we read this, but many times we miss the emphasis that we see here tonight. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Now that was no ordinary son, that was the son of God. He was 100% God, he was 100% man, the Bible says, as the prophet went on in Isaiah 9, 6, the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, 
the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. See, God gave His only begotten Son to save sinful man. Aren't you glad that God gave His Son so that you could have eternal life, a home in heaven someday? God did that. Why? Because simply this, He loves us. God so loved the world. You see, God loved the world so much that He gave His Son. Jochebed loved her son, that she gave of herself, and she gave her son. And we see there her charity, the charity of a godly mother. And notice as we think about this, that where this story ends this evening is we notice a mother's compensation. You see, as her son that she gave, the Bible clearly tells us in the, the days ahead, the chapters and and, and even books in our Bible, that her son became a great man of God. He was the man that God had chosen to be the deliverer of his people. He was the one destined to become the great lawgiver of Israel. Jochebed, really, if you would have asked her, hey, did you realize what potential that little child that you gave birth to would someday come to be? She would probably say, I had no idea. I didn't have a clue. And when I think about that, listen, even the same is true about our children, the potential. But see, when God is in the picture, God can do some wonderful things. But many times it begins with a godly mother. On this day, Mother's Day, I think about mothers. And I was reading statistically on, on something called salary.com. They conducted a survey. This particular one is already 10 years old, so it's probably uh, even more than what I'm about to state. But back in 2010, they conducted this survey that attempted to place a monetary value on the work of a stay-at-home mom. It's kind of interesting, putting a value on a mother. They determined that if mothers were to be paid, and of course they aren't, but if they were to be paid for their 10 most Common task in the home. Now, this was the list 10 years ago. That would be the laundry machine operator, the janitor, the van driver, the computer operator, the housekeeper, the daycare center teacher, the cook, the chief executive officer, the psychologist, and the facilities manager. <laughs> we used a lot of adjectives there, but I think most mothers are going, yep, yep, that's me. I didn't realize that those titles, but I've been doing all that. But it, the, this, this survey said that if mothers were to be paid for all the common tasks in the home, that they would be paid 10 years ago, $117,855.86. Now, I don't know exactly how they came up to that figure, but all the moms right now are saying, listen, I'd like some of that right now. <laughs> As somebody said a long time ago, the, the largest piece of that pie, that 117,000, almost 118,000, the largest part of that really came from their overtime pay because as somebody said, man, a man works from sun to sun, but a woman's work is never done. <laughs> Women never stop working. Guys come home, they sit down on the couch, put their feet up, but a, a woman, a mother, she just continues to work day in and day out 
And you think about how that Jochebed here, that her reward may not have been much in the life that she lived. And I'm sure she didn't complain about it, but I'll tell you this, that her reward someday in heaven, I'm sure, was great. That this mother's love and the sacrifice that she made for her son, they were all justified in the way that God greatly used her son. Listen, I'll tell you, you want to get a mother excited, you watch and see how their children begin to be used and how their children uh, begin to do things with their life. And, and mo mothers get so excited when they see their children growing. And, you know, as parents, even mothers tonight, you look at your children and maybe some of them are even grown, but you never know exactly who it is that you're raising. I tell our Sunday school teachers here at the church when they, when they are teaching and, and working with children here, hey, listen, you never know what little Johnny or little Susie sitting in your class, you never know what they might grow up to be. I, I think about D.L. Moody years ago, how he sat in a Sunday school class and, and a, guy, a, a guy by his teacher's last name was Kimball. And, and he, listen, he didn't know that he had a D.L. Moody in his class. And you may not know what God's going to do with your son or daughter someday. But listen, you, like Jochebed, you might be raising a Hannah. You might be raising a Mary or a David or, or uh, maybe even an Isaac. And so what you have to understand is that while you are raising that child, that every one of us as parents and mothers especially, give them the best that you have while you have them. Listen, don't let the world fill their head and their hearts with all the things of this world. Help them to understand God, to know God. And as we give them the best, guess what's going to happen? They're going to turn out to be uh, young adults that are God-fearing and God-following. Uh, they, they, they'll live their lives for the glory of God. They will become young adults whom God can use for His honor and for His glory. Uh, they will teach, maybe as we have taught them, as we have poured our lives and, and what God has taught us and the Word of God, they will maybe teach those same biblical values to their children that, that maybe we've placed in their hearts. You see, many parents, as you think about this, they think that they have been successful when their children finishes college, maybe when their children get some successful job and they're making lots of money, but really true success it, it, it cannot be gauged by some worldly scale. When we see our children living for and loving God, I mean, they in their hearts, they have a love for the Lord. When we see that, then that is the point as a parent when we can say to ourselves, I believe that I've been successful as a godly mother, a godly father, as a parent raising children in a godless society because my children... They, they're living for God. My children love the Lord. I watched uh, this past week uh, a family that, that I knew uh, in the state of California, and, and the family's been through many trials and uh, health issues, and, and it, it's been wonderful just to know them and, and to know their testimony, how all that they've been through. But I think what really touched my heart is as I watched them for about almost an hour just they're a family that, that has been singing together for years. Just watching them sit around and uh, the dad playing the guitar. And years ago when I met the father, the husband of the family, that, that he was losing his memory and how God has given him his memory back. And, 
and, and I see how they, they love each other and how much uh, they, they, they love the Lord. And I, I'll tell you this, it, just like me and my wife, seeing our children, you know, we, we, we've never set out to, to, to want our kids to do this or do that. The only thing we've ever really wanted is that our children were saved in their early age and that they grew up loving the Lord, having a heart to serve God. And I've been able to watch some of my children uh, through some of the uh, social media and my own daughter here still and, and just to see how they, they, they love God, they love serving God. And listen, that touches my heart. It, it helps me to realize that everything we've done as, as a father and a mother, as a husband and wife, has not been in vain. I think about Jochebed, maybe you tonight. And when we see our children, as somebody said, I'd rather raise a child who has none of this world's goods or success, but a child that knew Jesus, rather than to raise a millionaire or a multimillionaire who would die and go to a Christless eternity. Jochebed, what a great picture we've looked at today. A picture of a godly mother. And I wonder tonight is, we come to the end of this Mother's Day. I wonder as parents, as a mother, maybe a father tonight, how does your life, your parenting stack up against the testimony of Jacobin? Can you say in your heart that you've got credentials that are pleasing to the Lord? That with all that's going on around you, that you have courage to stand in the face of adversity like Jochebed did, that you have confidence in the Lord, that you love. Listen, you have a love, a heart to give to your children. I'll tell you this, that if you do, you'll find that God, just like in Jochebed's life, God will compensate you. And it won't come with dollars and cents. It'll come from a, ch a child that becomes an adult that loves the Lord. Maybe you're listening tonight, and maybe there's some areas in your life as we've looked over Jacobed's life, some areas in your life that are really less than what they ought to be. You, listen, nobody else may know, but you know what those areas are. Maybe there's a child out there tonight, a child that, that you need to pray for. You know, don't ever give up on your children. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Many parents get to the point where they just take their hands off of their children's lives. If we give them up to the world, we may never see them again. We may never get them back. Maybe tonight on this Mother's Day, even if you're not a mom, maybe you want to pray for your children tonight. Gather them around your couch or your table. Put your hands in one another's hand. Put your arms around them. That's okay. You're... You don't have to social distance in your home. Just enjoy each other. Maybe there's some children tonight. If you're like me, you should be thankful for the parents that you have. Listen, I know they're not perfect, but I'll tell you what, they're the parents God gave you. You ought to be thankful for them. Be thankful for the mother that you have, especially if God's given you a mother that knows him. See, I think about all these situations. If we as parents would follow these characteristics in the life of Jochebed and her son, then I think that all of us would have a home and a life that would do well, all because of godly parents, a godly mother, 
that sets a godly example for her children. Would you bow your heads with me this evening with our heads bowed and our eyes closed? As you think about this message this evening, parents, mothers, do you know the Lord this evening? Because listen, that's the most important thing, that you know Christ as your Savior. And if you don't, would you put your faith in Him? Trust Him as your Savior? Would you not, just, just decide right now, if you haven't already, I'm not giving my children up to the world. I think it's wonderful to see how, as Jochebed gave her child to the Lord, that God gave her child back to her. And listen, parents, as we do the same for our children, God will give our children to our care and keeping, to steward them. Children are in heritage of the Lord. How's your faith in the Lord tonight? Uh, some of you may have some children that have, that have kind of gone in a different direction than you really want. Do you have faith to pray to God to bring them back to himself? You see, Jochebed, she had faith in God. She didn't know how it was all going to work out. She just trusted God. I see a heart that she had. She had a heart to give. A heart she gave of herself. And she gave something that was very precious. She gave her son. And I love how God compensated her. God gave her the privilege, the opportunity to raise her own son for Pharaoh's daughter. What a great way for us to spend this Mother's Day. God painting this picture, a portrait of a godly mother. Lord, thank you for all that you've done today. I pray that you would bless mothers, fathers, children tonight. Lord, I, I wish I could have grown up in a Christian home. I'm glad for the home that I did have. I'm glad for a, a father and a mother that I did have. Lord, I love them. God, I'm so thankful that you saved me and my wife many years ago. You've given us children to raise for you. God, may you just help us to have faith in you, to have a heart for you and a heart for them. Lord, it's a wonderful thing to see many of our families who have come and, and dedicated their children to the Lord. And by that very act, just like Hannah, they're saying, Lord, I acknowledge that you have given these children to me. And with the best of my ability and with your help, God, I want to raise them for you. And Lord, I pray that you do help them. Help them when they want to get in the flesh and they want to take matters into their own hands. Help them to stay in church. Help them to follow the word of God, the principles, to have a Christian home, not just in name only. Lord, help us to be the right examples, godly examples for our children, for our families. Thank you again for the life of Jochebed and the example she is to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.